Got some intro music. You hear that? Can you hear right. that? Aaron? Wow. We, we have a producer in studio today, huh? Well, all, this, all these fancy technology. But, uh, you know, let's not, let's not give the people too much uh, hope for what they're about to watch. You know, by saying there's a producer in studio, they're going to they're gonna expect all kinds of bells and whistles and smooth transitions. Anyway, this is the Big Schmooze. I'm Tom. Welcome. With me here is Jimbus, it looks like. Uh, Mr. Jimbus. No, no, Jimbus is out for the day. Um, it's me, Will, um, the co-host, and um, as many of you have pointed out, probably the better of the two. Um, no well, offense to Tom, of course. I'm just, you know. Many people. <laughs> how many? How many? You know, I, I'm Many poor. people are telling me that, you know, I'm sort of. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I uh, you know, we have a guest who's coming on the show today. And I think what will be good is there's, there's a couple cultural boundaries we're going to have to explore here but he's right. a successful youtube star named matt rose and i think uh what, what our show needs today is kind of like the equivalent of bar rescue so like <laughs> youtube rescue you might call it and i think matt's matt's gonna be our john taffer that's what i'm thinking Cool. So we got like sort of like what, like a British New Jersey mafia guy well, that's, coming in to help us. That's the thing I don't know is do they have, does he have any idea? Do they have pub rescue perhaps uh, or something like that? In, in you know, like it, have they well, franchised that bar rescue? Probably. It's yeah, probably like uh, American Idol. You know, it's, it's everywhere now. They have Romanian Idol, you know. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So, you know, do you, <laughs> I'm trying to picture. Like they're trying to find who's our John Taffer, who's the guy who can just go around like screaming, always out of breath, sweating. Um, because like, you know, what, what my recollection of that show is he kind of just yells at everybody, accuses yeah. everybody of, you know, stealing, of not working, fires the whole staff and then renames it like touchdown. And then yeah. calls it a day. He calls it like uh he calls it like touchdown and end zone. And then yeah. they start selling wings and doing like fucking Moscow mule cocktails. And then <laughs> that's it. Every it turns bar, around 180. Every single bar gets turned into the same sports bar on that show. And yeah. uh, you know, I don't know, maybe that's the way to go. But you know what? I don't know the YouTube equivalent to that. So I'm hoping Matt can help us. I I, I looked him up because you told me that you got him booked on the show. And the first YouTube I all I, I searched at first was Matt Rose YouTube. And what came up was a scary looking man literally reviewing knives. He had oh. about 45 videos. Each each one had a little thumbnail of a different knife. I didn't click on any of them. What was the, oh, you didn't click on it. Well, I was gonna say, what was the vibe in the, you know, in the video? Was it sort of like the sharpness on this one uh, makes me think of a uh, school cafeteria. And you're like, whoa, this is getting a little. Um, I'd say it made me think, uh, I might want to report this to the FBI at some point, even if this YouTube channel doesn't have that many views. Oh, somebody just joined the waiting room and left. Was that our guy? Did he, did he message you? Um, yeah, he said he was going to join here shortly. So. Okay. I got somebody. You ready? Yes, sir. All right. Here is our John Taffer. Although that's not his name. Joining now. Oh man, it's exciting when we get guests. Will's Will's a bit of booking, but uh, he's he's been doing a good job. He got two two out of two shows with <laughs> that's a hundred percent success rate, Tom. <laughs> I know my math isn't great, but I can do that. Oh now. boy! Hello, welcome. Good day, chap. So you are Matt Rose, YouTube star. Correct. Tom I... and Will, if I'm not mistaken. That is yes, correct. Yes, sir. Yeah. 
I'm the one in the room that for some reason I'm kind of backlit and everything looks really red. I, I tried to adjust it today. Usually I look like I'm broadcasting from hell. Uh, it's not the worst today. And Will is standing because he fell down a flight of stairs. So hopefully that differentiates us enough for you, man. Yeah. So I've got sort of the heavenly angle and he's, you know, somewhere in hell, I think. <laughs> I mean, you, you, you've got this going, you've got, you've got this going above the head. Yeah, a bit of a halo. Yeah. yeah. I suppose that's what it is. Yeah. A little what? gift from God. What, why can't you sit down? Or is that not a discussion we should be having? <clears throat> well, don't go there, Matt. Come on. Oh, I want to go no, there. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we're going <laughs> to no, no, right into it's, this. It's fine. It's fine. It's uh, it's an old man injury. They they call it a slip and fall. I uh, yeah, fell down cool. a flight of stairs, um, concrete stairs outside, and then I jacked up my back. So I got to do all those standing desk, you know, orthopedic shoes. I'm in that position in life now. So. Orthopedic shoes. Yeah. I was the youngest guy who bought orthopedic shoes this year so far, I think. <laughs> I mean, I, they, they weren't cool when I was at school, and I don't know if they've got any cooler. They have, actually. You can buy them in, like, sort of, like, boat shoe look, like, dockers, um, if They're you want Converse. Not at last, right? They finally jazzed up the orthopedic yeah. It's cool, because the boomers can now wear, like, you know, uh, some nice, like, chucks or whatever in their orthopedic shoes at the same time. So Good luck to them. Well, and Will, yeah. now you kind of look like a cool hipster because you got the, it's the health trend to have a standing desk. Yeah, yeah. you know, it is. Are there any new health trends in uh, in Britain these days, Matt? I know everyone has got their sort of cure for uh, for COVID. You know, here in America, we like to sort of like shoot guns in the air, hoping yeah. that the bullets sort of, you know, maybe pierce some <laughs> aerosolized COVID around us. But uh, yeah. what do you guys do in Britain? You got any uh, coping mechanisms for this? I mean, health trends, uh, people vape, vape, vapes. Oh, do, right. Do you get a lot of vapists where you are? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Around. all over. Yeah, we're just oh. one big cloud of vape society. Lock them up, I say. Marzipan sort of scented smoke everywhere. Yeah, we get a lot of vapists here. I guess that's healthy. But apart from that, no, we're, 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 quite, we're quite keen on sort of killing ourselves. So we, we, just, we just eat and drink whatever. We oh, get the there. Boris. The yeah. old Boris. <laughs> oh, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Well, yeah, so exactly. when, you, when you've got when you've got oh when you've got Boris telling you what to do, it, it's just sort of do whatever you want. I mean, if we had guns, that's we'd great. Them everywhere, but you're not allowed them here, unfortunately. Yeah, someday, I, man. I got a cultural question for you, man. So, we, we in in the U.S., we've got a show called Bar Rescue, where a guy named John Taffer kind of just sweats and screams at everybody in a bar and fires everybody and turns everything into the same like kind of sports bar. He calls it like touchdown or whatever. I mean, oh, you, oh, oh, I've seen Bar Rescue. Oh, you have. Okay, because well, I was. It's, it's been lockdown, so I've I've, I've popped up <laughs> every single possible show. So yeah, I've seen him walk into a bar and just you know. Someone's playing pool, and he just goes berserk, obviously. Yeah, he's like, yeah. give me that stick, and he starts beating somebody over the he's head with it. He's trying to be Gordon Ramsay, right? He's trying to be a yeah. Gordon Ramsay of, of yeah. pubs. Well, so what I, what I was thinking was, Will and I, I think we need somebody to John Taffer us. We need a bar rescue, but like a YouTube rescue, and you're probably the man for the job. Is that why you've got me in it? Uh, I guess, yeah, surprise. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> well, a little. Well, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna Gordon Ramsay rather than Bar Rescue you. If that's fine, because that's um. Well, tell you what. How about this? You two have a 30 second chat, and I'm just gonna sit back and watch. Oh, and okay. So uh, I'll give you I'll give you a topic. In fact, let's get. I'll give you a topic. Why don't you? But why don't you guys talk for 30 seconds on um, uh, cancel culture? Oh, great. 
Well, just I, for 30 seconds? Just for 30 seconds. Just to give me an idea of... of, of, of I mean, I, I, <laughs> I didn't know I was here to salvage. <laughs> Fuck. Please, go for it. So, Will, <laughs> I... I Will, if I were you, I'd be pretty worried about cancel culture. And, you know, uh, once once cancel, cancel culture started to become the, the movement that we're living in, it uh, was clear to me that I'll have to find a new co-host at some point. And I'm, I'm not too worried about that. Change is good. What do you think? Yeah, you know, uh, Jesus Christ. What can I say? Um, I Never would say... Christ. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Is, is, uh, is Gordon Ramsay religious? <laughs> I don't... <laughs> I get that fucking Lord's name out of your mouth there, chap. <laughs> Your podcast like a bison's penis. <laughs> oh boy, we haven't even finished the thirty seconds, though, Matt. <laughs> no, carry on. All right, yeah. So, Will, Will, uh, you know, a lot of a lot of people coming out of the woods these days. A lot of scary right. stuff, I'm sure. A lot of Kevin Spacey's out there. Every Kevin gotcha. Spacey that goes down, every Charlie Rose that goes down, you got to sweat a little more, I'm sure. So, right. Uh, you know, I, how how are you coping? You making a lot of apologies or just uh, tons? Know? I'm yeah. apologizing to everybody. Uh, I apologize to everyone in my entire uh, high school reunion. I didn't show up, but on the Facebook page, I was like, "Hey guys, sorry, don't cancel me." Um, you know, I, I just try and and be uh, very anti cancel culture while still being uh, as blunt as possible. You know, so it's like this might come back to haunt me in five years, but it's pretty funny in the moment, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's my attitude on it. So Matt, I got a question for you. Dude, like, should we oh, by be? By the way, I'll just, I'll just say, oh. I, I think you've done quite well there. I think you've done quite well. Delicious. All right. Wow, this is, this yeah, this is the first is time on a Gordon Ramsay bar rescue show that somebody got a compliment thirty seconds in. <laughs> but it, it's very rare to see a man with a spinning halo compare Jesus Christ to Kevin Spacey. <laughs> somehow we're gonna play it out. So I, I tip my hat to you. All right. Well, uh, likewise, we're going to rename the show touchdown just in case, but otherwise I'm <laughs> glad to hear we're doing well. <laughs> Matt Rose's touchdown podcast show. <laughs> Maybe no not association with Matt Rose. Maybe not my name, but yeah. Touchdown. Oh, speaking of your name, actually, Matt, uh, Tom has a kind of funny story. Um, yeah. So, so Will had told me about you and then he said he was booking you on the show. And so I, you know, I was doing my research. I was like, Oh, okay. Yeah. When Will gives me a recommendation, that's pretty exciting. So I look Matt Rose YouTube. And the first thing that came up for me was a guy who reviews knives. So he had the other, I saw this and I'm looking through, I didn't click on the videos, but I'm looking through thumbnails. It's just a different knife in every thumbnail. I'm thinking like, Oh my God, I hope this isn't who we're talking to. <laughs> then eventually so, I found you. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know every other Matt Rose, but I'm aware of this guy because I've, I've seen him, him popping up when I've, you know, been searching for my own name. And, and Googling um, myself. Yeah. We all do it. He loves his knives, doesn't he? For me, I mean, how do you how do you do a knife review without without stabbing someone? Right. Or something, at least. Yeah. Like a piece of meat, you know? Like, oh you wow, could, the cutting. Yeah. You, you could mythbusters it, couldn't you? And just um right. shank the shit out of a pig and they go, Yeah, this one works. Yeah, I get the sense his his production values look a little lower than that. I think it's just a guy talking about like, yes, I like this one because it does blah blah blah. And I like the idea that there's, I mean, there weren't a lot of views on these videos, but that that there's a bunch of people out there who are like, I'm thinking of buying this knife. Let me see, like, what are the reviews? Are you <laughs> yeah. Videos about this. What does this knife do that other ones don't? I wonder. <laughs> yeah, I'm buying this knife as a gift for my niece. I just want to make sure it's the best knife. Yeah. I just want to make sure the little, you know, the little kitty uh, hologram on the handle of the knife isn't yeah, super yeah. cheap. So, so my then, niece doesn't come back at me and you know, now she's a knife. 
she's like, hey, the little my my little pony thing fell off the handle, you know. What gives? Yeah, Could so I'm not that dangerous. Right, so I don't um I don't review knives. Yeah, I'm I'm going to review. I think all knives are all knives are fine, right? Yeah, yeah, pretty yeah, much the same, good. in my opinion. I don't even know if we need this YouTube channel. No offense to the other Matt Rose. I'd no, say there you got your butter knives and your your sharper ones, and that's all I need, you know. Absolutely. That said, I have got into the. I'm 31 years old now, and I'm at the state of my life where I sh I sharpen my knives for cooking quite um quite religiously. Nice. Because uh, I mean, it's making me sound like all, all all Matt Rose's, you know, love knives, which which, which isn't, <laughs> isn't true. The stereotype. <laughs> not not all Matt Roses. Not all Matt Roses. Just most of us Matt Roses love knives. <laughs> but um, yeah. So, but I'm. But no, I I haven't watched his show because I I don't care about. I think we I think we could all get the gist of his show um, <laughs> without yeah. watching so, it. Frankly, so you thought that you were going to get a um. A knife maniac. Oh yeah, for a second. I... You're gonna to have to ask him questions about how, how did you get into knives? Yeah, that's what <laughs> yeah. I was worried about because yeah. I, you know, I can make cocktail conversation with a lot of people, but I don't know right. about a guy who like spends hours every week posting about knives. You know, I, yeah. I don't know that I have. There's not a lot of overlap in that Venn diagram. Yeah, I guess. Speaking you of cancel culture, <laughs> that would get us canceled right away, Tom. Like, uh, this knife is sharp enough to uh, to pay back Mrs. Grimsby, the uh, principal or whatever. And they're like, whoa. Cool, Whoa. Matt. That's great. Yeah, the awesome story. Uh, shifting to a completely other topic. Uh, how's the weather over there? <laughs> yeah, it's. I mean, it's it's as hot as a fucking knife out there, mate. I will tell you what. <laughs> was, Mrs. Grim, was Mrs. Grimsby really the name of your teacher, or did you just make that up? No, no, no. I just made it up on the spot. It sounded, yeah. No, yeah. Well, so no, I don't. I don't hold any grudges uh, to the point where I would sort of brandish a knife in a YouTube video and be like, ah, thinking of a specific person here. Yeah, That's we, good. we made it clear. We're not, yeah, we're not that type of show. But okay, so we, we did the, the YouTube rescue thing, but I do have a couple questions for you, Matt, which is how do you like what what how do you make a successful YouTube channel? Because beyond just uh coaching Will and I, you know, what what's what's like the what's the recipe for success that's worked for you? Well, um at the risk of dissuading you, it's uh it's sheer luck. <laughs> um obviously Pete try to be funny and 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 post as much as you can but it's there's you're aware of the youtube algorithm you heard of this yes of course so obviously youtubers just revere this this deity. sort of deity yes um but it is it, very capricious it just sort of picks random videos whenever it wants and so I, literally i put a video up about two years ago and then it was about Four months ago, you, the YouTube algorithm just went. I'll tell you what. Should we, should we, should we give this twat some views? <laughs> and then, and then from there, you, you can post and, and you can become quite big. But until then, I, I don't know what to tell you, boys. I don't know what to tell you. Just keep hacking it out. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and, and hope that you'll get lucky. But you know, I, th I think part of it is just um, trying to stand out from the crowd because there's a lot of what's on YouTube now is is so generic. Yeah. Right. I'm, I'm so sick of, of putting a video on and hearing what is going on everyone oh it's your boy here now before we get in this video make sure to smash that like and subscribe you know what i'd really like to smash matt when they say that mrs grimsby's <laughs> stupid old face exactly oh no well god bless mrs grimsby but you know probably the youtuber who said that i'd probably like to you know what i mean yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i thought she yeah. was real to be fair 
Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's that's about all the advice I can give. Um, post regularly, and uh, yeah, just 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 try just try and be interesting and not absolute douches, which I think I think you guys are capable of. Well, you know, I, hopefully I we can't it. speak for Tom, but yeah, you know, Will's Will's got enough douche for the both of us, I think. But uh, you know, I, I don't know. It's it's been something where uh, I think we probably could do more of the like, oh yeah, subscribe. I don't know that the word subscribe to our channel has ever come up in any of our videos. So <laughs> as you're saying, don't do that. That's a, that's a dangerous slippery slope. Yeah, they subscribe if they want to. You know what I mean? You reminding them just annoys them. I feel like. If anything, what you could do is, um, I mean, this might not work, but you could say, please don't subscribe. Don't, oh, yeah. Don't, don't you dare subscribe. Reverse psychology. Yeah. Right. I mean, it, it might not work. <laughs> it might take us literally. Well, okay, then. <laughs> Fuck you. We <laughs> <laughs> bought this video. Take, take me down. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. YouTube, this is completely inappropriate. I don't want to see this in my feed again. <laughs> So, uh, I don't know, did you guys see, there's a new Hulu show, it's got Paul McCartney just kind of like sitting at the piano, talking to, I think, it's, what's his name, Rick Rubin or something, a recording artist or a studio guy, and he's yeah. just sort of like going through all the songs, talking about everything, so I'm watching this last night, and, you know, it's actually kind of fascinating, because Paul McCartney weirdly remembers, like, oh yeah, we just, like, Ringo was doing this little doodle, and then it turned into this song, but a thing that kind of shocked me was he's literally chewing gum. Paul McCartney is throughout the entire first episode of the show and wow. what I thought would be fascinating and that's I wish Hulu would do like a behind the scenes because you know there were 40 people who were like ah, can you tell Sir McCartney uh, Sir Paul to can you, to, can you get him to take the gum out please and like nobody wanted to say it to him because Paul McCartney and <laughs> at some point either they did say it and he was like no I'm gonna keep chewing the gum or just nobody actually said it and I'm so fascinated by what happened <laughs> What like, can you do? You, you'd, so you'd have to ask the like the least paid intern to, to you know the, the person whose reputation is least at stake for the real answer. Just yeah. tell to spit it out. Yeah, and like like did it did that actually happen? Like did somebody just make? Oh yeah, no, I talked to him. He said he, he said he won't take the gum out. Like Paul McCartney knows you, you, if you're doing an interview, probably don't chew gum, you know, or is it, is it just that Paul was like, yeah, no, it's a really good piece of gum I found. I really like it. I'm gonna keep chewing it. I love Ripley's. The more I think about it, I, I don't, number one, I don't think anyone said anything. And number two, I think he could have done anything and <laughs> nobody would have batted an eyelid. I mean, he, 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 he could have been, he could have been shitting into a fez. And I still think, I mean, they're not going to say, you know, tell Paul not to do it on camera. He's, they're just going to go, well, he's one of the Beatles, he can do whatever the fuck he wants. Who, yeah. What if I'm just on the toilet chewing gum the whole time, would that be okay? <laughs> yes, yes, Paul. Absolutely. Yeah, as long as we get the show, that's fine. Paul, Shows up with like. You didn't. You didn't mention this. You didn't raise the subject just so you could show off your uh, Paul McCartney accent, did you? No, I didn't even know I had one. But I, you know, I've just been watching that. So uh, no way is that. That's impromptu. That is imp Yeah. Well, everybody's heard everybody do a Paul McCartney impression. I'm, I'm not going to claim that's an exciting one necessarily. You like everybody in England probably has one, right? I've never been in a situation where someone says, "Can I hear you, Paul McCartney?" Really? Yeah, really? Yeah. Wow. What do you? What do you? Um, which impressions do you do? I'll do. Yeah, you guys do like uh, American impressions, like, "Hey, buddy, uh, uh, put it on my credit card." Uh, uh, so a huge, of... a huge one in England, and I don't know if it's as big over there, is Bane. <laughs> oh, <laughs> really? It's like the yeah, because they're... oh shit, I need a pint glass, really. But if you know, if you're speaking to a pint glass, it's sort of 
you know, <laughs> you feel in charge. <laughs> Bane, Bane, Bane is huge. I mean, after a few Yankee bombs, everyone's going, oh, you, have you seen that? You've seen that Bane. Can you, can you do Bane? Bane's very big. Um, Christopher Walken is, uh, oh, is, yeah. is a nice one. Oh, to classic. The Walken here as well. Yeah. I mean, can I hear yours, Tom? Well, and Will, but, but Tom, yours, you, you seem to be the Tom's impressive. got the better one, you know. Do I, I can't do really. I? I don't know if I've done uh, Christopher Walken impression very much, uh, but I, this, you know we we've we've tried occasionally. Pretty good. To be honest, I really? thought it was him in the room with us, Tom. That was that was gave me chills. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's the other it's the other Christopher Walken who has a knife YouTube channel. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm the darker Christopher Walken. It's not nice. dark side of the moon. It's very sharp, but not as sharp as I would like. <laughs> not sharp enough for my purposes <laughs> like what purposes chris so will does a sean connery i think that's his favorite there's been times before where he just will message me and say hey what if we just do like a fake sean connery interview today and record it and that, that's an episode <laughs> of the show so you know he's like he has bursts where he has to be sean for an hour just inhabits me all eyes on you will come on yeah Oh, well, you know, this is, uh, he, he died. So this is sort of in loving memory of, uh, was he a Sir, Sir Thomas, uh, Sir Seanness Connery? Yeah, they, they, they knight anyone over here. <laughs> you, you, you play tennis, ah. like twice on telly. It's like, yeah, boom, boom, boom. Yeah. Ah, okay. So it's only a matter of time before Bezos gets the uh, knighthood as well. <laughs> <You're not laughs> Just gives, gives enough uh, money to the dear old queen. You could probably get whatever you want, right? <laughs> Anyways, uh, enough, enough stalling. Let's yeah, see you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me, let me. Um. Oh, you've got, you've got a troll. Yeah, yeah, let me. Um, just give me a sec, guys. It's like a mental space I have to inhabit. Eva, come on. No. Oh, this troll. Uh, really troll. fucking good. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we'll take the compliment. Uh, troll. Um, uh, from the grave here. Does um anyone have any questions for Sean? How's uh how's hell, John? Oh, uh, hell is great. A lot of women here. Um, there's uh, <laughs> actually it's mostly women. <laughs> but I lucked out because I I wanted to be here anyways. Next question. Sean, <laughs> what's um what's your biggest regret in life? Um, biggest regret. Um, none. That, that was a good bang. <laughs> <laughs> here, let me let me get my uh, pint glass. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have like somebody do Bane and then another one does Batman in the same pub? So you kind of like. Um, or, what does Batman does... say? Where is she? <laughs> yeah, they're very <laughs> similar, actually. Yeah. Both hard to understand. <laughs> Christopher Nolan's just like you know, I, I don't, I don't really want to hear the dialogue. You know, so. <laughs> and they just mumble through the whole movie, and then we'll put subtitles if anyone has any. Well, I don't know yeah, if you yeah. watched uh, Tenet or Dunkirk, but the whole movie, like both of those movies, just like the music's really loud, and there's all these like noises in the room. So just don't worry about the dialogue. Seems to be his new trend. Uh, and also, it's sort of like, well, if you even if you can't hear what they're saying, you've got to say, well, I didn't understand it, and it's all. Oh, did you not understand? Well, I guess you're not a big film buff then. So. Yeah, I guess you're not smart enough. Mm. Sorry, guess guess the second half of this movie you won't understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, I still haven't watched Tenet. Any good? Uh, I did not. I thought it was boring. It's not bad. 
I, I mean, not terrible. <laughs> just, like, movies now are just like, we're going to explain these weird sci-fi constructs for an hour and a half to each other. And that's you know, like, that's most of the movie. And I just, you know, like, I don't care that much about, it. okay, you're going backward in time. That's cool. I can explain that in one sentence. We figured out a, we got the whatever device. We go backward in time. All right, done. I don't need an hour of that. It honestly felt like, like Nolan was ripping himself off. To, it was like, this is like, if some other director was trying to do Inception without being Inception, at least that's kind of how it felt to me. I was like, man, it's, yeah. Well, so Matt, you got any, no, sorry, go ahead. I didn't mean to cut you no, off. I was gonna, I was gonna, you, you, you caught me because I was just gonna go on a ramble about time travel. So you, you well, that might be, that might be great. I don't know. I, no, we'll, 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 <laughs> go we'll, we'll do it later. What were you saying? Please? I was gonna ask if you have any exciting upcoming YouTube videos you want to plug. Well, we got you. Oh, here. Of course. Yeah. Well, I um every milestone subscriber milestone, I do a, a cooking show. They're f fantastic, by the way. Oh. I have to say, probably the best segment of the whole show. You you put Gordon Ramsay into tears uh, with your it's skill level. The, well, it helps. I can't cook for bars. I, I I can't cook, and I try and cook things that have never been cooked before. So I I tried to do a um. Do you, do you guys have a lot of Jaeger bombs? You do Jaeger bombs, and this, I'm, mm. I'm aware this is the second time I've mentioned it. You probably think I'm sponsored by Jaeger. I'm not sponsored by Jaeger, but you, you would be. <laughs> but if Jaeger is interested, you know, call. Yeah, Jaeger, if you're listening to this podcast for whatever reason, yeah. a Jaeger intern, hook I mean, that up. I wouldn't think of starting my day without a nice cold Jaeger. Oh, that's perfect. Do that again. We'll just send that to Jaeger. <laughs> you know, I wouldn't think of starting my day without a nice cold Jaeger. Matt now, Rose approved. Seems a bit forced, doesn't it? and also, I, I, you know, I'm a I'm a man with jowls, and I don't think I think I think they want like cute sort of blonde girls drinking Jaeger. I don't think they want a haggard 31 year old Muppet. No, they want you in front of like 20 girls behind you so that it's like you can be whatever and you'll yeah, still yeah. get girls with Jaeger. Even if you look like me, you can still get birds like this. Yeah. You look like an old washed up rock and roll man like me. You still get all the birds, mate. Look at this. I drink Jaeger and all the birds just fucking flock over. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> oh, I, made a, um, I made a deep fried, I tried to make a deep fried Jaeger bomb. Uh, for one of these cooking shows, I, do, I think I don't know if you've seen this. My idea was you can make it like a Scotch egg, where, where what was I thinking? Yeah, yeah. So if you freeze red, because you can't freeze Jaeger, it's too iconic. But if you freeze Red Bull, and I think you make a batter out of Jaeger, batter that little ice puck, deep fry it, and then you've got like a Scotch egg that you can just get drunk on the go. You know, you take it to work or whatever. Scrumptious. And um, it just went absolutely. It's a, so badly wrong right from the fucking offset i mean it could not have gone worse um and that really set the bar for each of these cooking shows that i do and i've recently hit another subscriber milestone so i need to do another cooking show my next video is going to be another cooking show Which oh, great. because oh yeah i know but they're so just dangerous and bad for me i mean the last one i i actually got sick and i put i'm not I, I'm, I'm not putting that in the video <laughs> i believe you because i saw like <clears throat> i don't know what it was some sort of blue smoke coming from the burning jaeger bomb or whatever i was like <laughs> oh that can't be good there's some fumes in the air there that sh even chevron would be like whoa we gotta exactly. get people out I of here i mean i live in a small house we had guests coming around that night oh, you know, I've, I've got a, i've got to tidy up the whole house because it's just it's it, I, I, a part of me thought I'm, i might just move because I mean, there's just, there's just Diego and batter everywhere. Um, so yeah, that's that's what I've got to look forward to soon. 
Yeah, so well, we'll look forward to it as well. Yeah, some chaos. You know, people love chaos when it when it's facilitated right. It seems like chaos in the kitchen is funny too because it's like, wow, there's a hundred things in here that could kill anyone. Um, so that's that's just kind of an added level of fun. It's like, wow, you know, that yeah. hot splattering grease is actually no joke. And not just that, you're putting the end result inside you. That too. Yeah, we, we've come full circle. You know, Will, you started off asking how do how do we you know how do they fix COVID over there and. You know, it's basically just, well, put a bunch of trash in your body like normal. And uh, now we're back to putting a bunch of trash in your body. <laughs> yeah, I put trash in my body every day. I go yeah. to Dunkin' Donuts. Are, are, oh. you guys, are, you, are you guys quite sort of up on the whole COVID thing? Do you, what's America like? A lot of masks and et cetera? Um, oh, not a lot of masks anymore. <laughs> yeah, we, so we both live in states where uh, I think it was considered like a myth that COVID existed for the most part. Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm vaccinated. The whole, the whole north of our country believes that. Yeah, yeah. All the Scots. <laughs> Yeah, well, so I, I'm vaccinated, so I'm not worrying too much about it. But yeah, pretty much no, but I see maybe one person wearing a mask a week. Uh, I don't know about you, Will. You're in Florida, so I, I can't imagine there's ever been much, you know, masking going on. Oh, no, it's like mask required on the door. And then you walk in and there's like three employees wearing a mask. And it's like, oh, I guess they meant employees because <laughs> there's fucking nobody here wearing this. Hopefully everyone's vaccinated, right? <laughs> yeah, I think I think both of our states, our governors would probably punish you if they saw you wearing a mask. Little, <laughs> as opposed. Where are, you, where are you, Tom? I'm in Nebraska, so middle of the country, middle of nowhere. Yeah, I'm, I'm on the fringes of the country. I'm down in the the tip of Florida. Well, I've been to Florida. I've never been to Nebraska. Well, don't don't come. <laughs> Stay away. Fine. <laughs> Why I moved, uh, Matt. <laughs> All right. Well, Matt, uh, we appreciate you taking time to talk to us. I hope you had some fun. Uh, you know, yeah. we'll, we'll make sure if you come back on again, we'll, we'll have more time to prep whatever, whatever impression he's got. So we don't have to spend 20 minutes of will just thinking, you know, what's, what am I going to say? What's my accent? Uh, you know, sorry, sorry, sorry. Will killed the momentum. In other words, I'm apologizing for will, you know, he's, well, he's I, I don't know if I agree with that necessarily. What do you think, Matt? I mean, I killed the momentum. He's saying you, you guys have done really well. I feel like Gordon Ramsay at the end of an episode of kitchen nightmares, oh. when he did some very, very minor adjustments. He's changed the wallpaper and showed the chef how to make, you know, a Caesar salad. And he's going, my time here, done. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of great. The set up on the road for success. With when that I one Caesar here, salad. When I came here, absolute damn, what a shit show. But now these guys are going to do great. And I am so happy for them. Yeah. Wow. Well, that, I think that's a good note for us to end this interview on. Thank you so much, Matt, and good luck with all the upcoming crazy, you know, cooking and other YouTube adventures you're about to go on. All the best, my friends. Good luck. Yep. Be safe. Thanks for coming on the show, man. Over and out. So, that was fun. That was great. Yeah. He's a nice good guy. To have, good to have some uh, someone from the other side of the pond. Yeah, and he um, laughed at us, you know. I think. I, know. Uh, I guess we're funny. Sometimes uh, people don't laugh when you like. There's a lot of people here. Maybe it's a Nebraska thing. I I can make some observations that I think are kind of funny or have kind of a funny reaction, and uh, you don't always get much, like people are like, oh, okay, you know, this guy, uh, he's huh. you know, high high pitch laughing even. <laughs> yeah. Hey, what was that uh, story you told me where you you made some sort of like what was it like a bowling pun or something, and some guy laughed for like six hours. He's like, man. That was the funniest damn thing I've heard in my whole life. 
what was that oh god it was like something so it was like it was like uh like a pun you did that was like okay objectively that's pretty funny but it was like it was like a smile type like oh yeah yeah like clever but the but yeah the guy you told it to was like blown away he's like wow this humor is just top shelf and uh it just didn't leave you alone for a whole afternoon or something you know i blocked it because i don't remember uh Probably for the best happening, but I don't remember who I was even talking to. Uh, who <laughs> hard, so I'm you know, yeah, that one's just gone. I was, I did a show last night where uh, our friends, the real Zebos, they had uh, oh, so they did their first live show since COVID, and so it was at the the waiting lounge, waiting, waiting room, waiting room. This tells you how much I go to concerts. Um, but so they they uh, they had this idea, they said, uh, there's they're one of their most popular songs had just gotten, I think, one million streams. And so they asked me if I'd come play Tim Spotify, CEO of Spotify, uh, who's going to come reward them for getting 1 million streams by handing them a framed $5 bill. And I thought, yeah, that's hilarious. I'd love to come do that. So I went down there and uh, yeah, I was like in front of a whole, a full house, tons of people there, go on wow. stage, grab the mic. I play stupid, you know, Tim Spotify. And uh, yeah, the crowd was like went wild. They thought it was hilarious. As I'm walking out, people are like, well, because like the joke is kind of everyone hates me, right? Because I, I come out, I interrupt the show, give them right. royalties. Then they sort of like scream me off the stage. But it was, you know, it's it was fun that it worked well enough that literally as I'm leaving the show, people are like, fuck you, Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a almost like a wrestling match it sounds like yeah, like yeah. The pre pre-wrestling show sort of like hype the crowd up you know it's spotify like people are pointing out to calling me spotify i guess i'm walking really <laughs> oh my gosh man oh wow you know rich maybe they just he's he's the spotify maybe they didn't know the joke i i thought it was funny oh. but you know it's nebraska so who, who can, <laughs> can you, you imagine they're like wow we saw spotify tonight we honey, saw him in real life. It's like, was, oh, it's, it's a him. No, honey, Spotify was there. You know? Yeah. When I saw seen, the real Zebos and Spotify was there too. Well, so I got in uh, and it, it probably, I, I don't, you know, this, it was obviously pretty goofy when I got on stage, but like, like I get in, my name's on the list. So I get to go stand in the back. I dressed up because I'm supposed to be a CEO. And so I'm like, I'm like that stereotypical agent who's about to go sign the band. I'm just like standing in the back with a drink, you know, and like in a suit watching. I'm not really like dancing or clapping much. So, you know, I don't know. Maybe some people were actually fooled. It was, it was a fun experience. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Definitely get some wrestling energy vibes from that. That sounds, <laughs> did, did anyone throw anything at you? Like an Nobody... empty cup or like a. No, uh, just the screaming, like it's Spotify. You know, it was just the, the recognition was, was enough for me. It's just so funny to think about. Yeah. <clears throat> Tim's yeah. yeah. So, you know, I, uh, I'm glad that Matt liked my uh, impromptu Paul McCartney. I guess I thought like. It's good. Paul seems like a pretty easy impression. You know, it doesn't everybody have a, I really think everybody can do Paul. It's just a, not everyone tries, yeah. I guess, but yeah. No, <laughs> no, go ahead. I heard, I, I was just going to say, I heard some, some guy say once that um, <clears throat> the Beatles invented that accent, that Liverpool, the way they talk and stuff, they invented their own accents. Cause like, cause they were, uh, they were basically talking to some guy from Liverpool and he's like, nobody really talks like that, you know? <laughs> so it was like wow they sort of invented like the you know the beatles accent if you will so. that's interesting that's a, yeah. we, they get credit for a lot that's not a thing that i've heard them get credit for. no 
But uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so in this documentary, Paul's just sitting at the piano, right? And so he's saying like, yeah, you know, I don't really know how to play or how to read music or notes or anything like that. I just sort of, you know, like, you, here's a chord, you know, here's C. So like he plays the C chord. Here's D, here's another one, like there. And then from there, you can make all kinds of music. So then- You can go to A minor. Just like know. this. Then he plays a really complicated, fancy, like, yeah, Paul, if you're a genius, you can figure it out if you just know the C chord. <laughs> Not everybody can just sit down with one chord and figure it out, sorry. <laughs> That's so funny to me that like, he's just chewing gum the whole time. Yeah, so here's the C chord. Yeah, no, it's, it's like that. I'm thinking like five you know minutes what? In, he's got to take it out and he doesn't. <clears throat> Right, like like a producer probably told him at some point, like, hey, um, like he, he wasn't he didn't tell Paul, obviously. He told Paul's handler. And he's like, Hey, um, if there's anything we could do to get that shit out of Paul's mouth so he's not making those noises, that would be great. And then the handler's like, Okay, I'll talk to him. And he's like, Hey Paul, can we get the and he's like, I I smack my lips so much anyways, because I'm so old. Not chewing gum, mate. Yeah, just my lips. I'm in my mouth. Just me old man lips. Okay, Paul. <laughs> All right, then. Whatever, then. <laughs> Whatever yeah, makes you feel comfortable, Mr. McCartney. Exactly. Paul's not going to chew gum the whole thing. Like, there's, there's, he's going to take it out. So, oh, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure he will. Yeah. You know, 40 minutes <laughs> into the interview. Like, he's, he's going to, he's, he's still, he's still Gosh, chewing. He right? must have forgotten, right? He's such a professional all the time. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Helps him get in the zone, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> makes him, uh, makes him remember the good old days when he would chew gum as a young beetle. Um, nostalgic i love the the animosity toward ringo uh it's not overt but you can tell it's there uh like you're like yeah you know ringo had a fan base so you know he'd uh we'd put one ringo song in an album for the ringo fans it just like, yeah. like clearly he's not a he's not a real member of this band you know he's lucky to be no his, his yeah subtext. i heard another uh sort of like funny observation uh, about the beatles it was like wouldn't it be hilarious if Paul dies before Ringo? Because I guess Ringo's the older one, so it's like expected, like, oh, you know, Ringo's gonna go, and then it's Paul, the last Beatle. But um, but it would be really funny if Ringo was kind of the last guy because of the fact that like Paul McCartney's just gonna be like, oh, Ringo, my best mate, the last one is gone. It's like you hated that guy, be honest. But yeah. he'll just you know he'll play it up like, oh, I remember so many good memories of Ringo. I hated him in the moment, but now I just remember him so fondly for the press. <laughs> I don't know. I think Paul's kind of over trying to play, uh, you know, the politics of bands at this point. I think he's he's just he's chewing gum on Hulu at this point. You know? <laughs> yeah. What do you got to do to start chewing gum on your own TV show on Hulu, huh? That's, that's that God status. A fascinating watch. I really like. It. There's some weird details about it, you know, like like the fact that the main guy talking the whole time won't spit his gum out. But you know, it's a uh, like just hearing him talk about how they came up with all the ideas. It actually is pretty interesting. Uh, I also watched there's that Edgar Wright Sparks Brothers movie uh, about the band mm. Sparks. Do you have any exposure to the band Sparks? Have you really heard of them? No, I hadn't heard of them. I'd maybe heard a few songs, but didn't know that they were Sparks songs. They're this weird band. That sounds like, uh, you know, okay, Bohemian Rhapsody. There's kind of like the normal part where uh, Freddie Mercury is singing. And then there's the weird part where he's like, do, 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 do. You know, like kind of like almost falsetto. Mm, okay. Uh, Galileo, Galileo, that weird part. Yeah, yeah. That's That that part of Bohemian Rhapsody is kind of what every Sparks song sounds like. Wow. Without the um, normal part, the return. Is it, is it good? <laughs> uh, um, 
it's okay. I think like <laughs> they're fine. I don't have patience for like I could not listen to an album of that. Like because the, the guys right. like kind of in that falsetto and the songs are weird. They got fun energy. Like clearly these guys are you know having fun. Right. That kind of band. Uh, it's like they are talented. I don't know that I like it that much. But so apparently they're they're pretty much everybody's like your. They, I think the tagline is it's your band's your favorite band's favorite band. And so they have all these people in it who just talk about how much they grew up loving Sparks. But then the narrative of the movie is just like, yeah, so Sparks did a new album and uh, it didn't really make any waves. And then they did another album it didn't really make any waves. And then they did another album they didn't didn't really make any waves. And it's twenty five years of that. 25 albums just wow. over and over and over again wow like, maybe maybe they're finally gonna break out on this next one uh after 25 though man i feel like uh, just let your work just exist out there for someone to find in 100 years <laughs> yeah it's like you know this yeah the reason why bohemian rhapsody let that just be like the weird little in interlude kind of sound uh not, not the whole thing um but yeah i don't know it's and it's like a two and a half hour long movie and it's edgar right so it's it's, a, it's an easy watch but uh my takeaway was like it's almost like i feel bad that i still don't really like sparks by the end because you're clearly supposed to root for these underdogs and get so invested in it but it's like yeah like i kind of get why i've never heard of them maybe that's okay yeah yeah i don't know if i could listen to the whole galileo part of the that bohemian rhapsody song without just kind of being like okay can we get something else in here yeah or they, they got one little, song little variety you know it's like five minutes long and the only lyric is my baby's taking me home so the guy gets out there and he's like my baby's taking me home my baby's taking me home my baby's taking me home is it this a parody band or is this real <laughs> so yeah they kind of sound like like the, the weird al polka stuff but it's <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say this sounds um I don't know, this sounds like they're taking themselves quite so seriously. Well it's, Edgar Wright takes them very seriously. But uh oh. anyway, so I, who are who are we to yeah get in Edgar Wright's way? We should have asked Matt, you know, they're I think they're a big band in England, even though they're not English. So uh next time he comes on, we'll talk sparks. Definitely. I would actually uh love having him on as a guest again. I think he'd See come if we back can get a good good rotation crop of guests and then we'll have a real show here. Yeah. Well, he he told us, that, you know, it's just it's just magic. So, uh, in other words, don't try too hard because it won't matter. <laughs> and in even another word, um, consult your local horoscope and try and get some fucking hocus pocus <laughs> to happen. Because oh, and by the way, it's just sheer luck. You know, I might just uh, make a incense offering or whatever I got to do to get some good karma for the show going here. And by the way, subscribe, please. Those of you listening, subscribe, subscribe. Hit the subscribe button. Come on, come on, just hit it. Just hit it. You, you know you want to, or don't. I mean, I don't know, whatever works. Reverse psychology yeah, to yeah. my work, don't. No, don't hit the subscribe You're button. In so much trouble if you hit You don't that. even want to hit that subscribe button. Yeah. Um, so don't you do it. How's, how, I want to hear a little bit about the story of your destroyed back. <laughs> yeah, um, well... Sort of like an epic, you know, like uh, the Iliad um, at this point. You're hearing the Velcro straps that are like basically this back brace that I have to wear. Oh my God. I'll put it down a little bit. But uh, yeah, I got one of these old man back braces here. Oh it's yeah. Like, uh, it's like Bane. You're, you're like, or I guess you're like Batman after he fucked Bane and his back was, you know, I, as I recall, he healed his back by climbing out of a tunnel somehow in that movie. Yeah. Um, trying that. 
I have tried that actually, and that was what made it worse. <laughs> I was kidding. My chiropractor yelled at me for a week. <laughs> he was like, "Stop climbing out of caves, damn it! Fuck up your back even worse." That was definitely oh, a point um, in that movie where, like, "Whoa, man, there's real stakes here. His back is broken, and then it yeah. just heals itself." And that was I know I, that was kind of a wasted opportunity. I was like, "Man, there's got to be like, you know, an old, an old like sage that comes and helps him heal his back and teaches him this stuff." It was just like he, he just was healing his own back. He was teaching himself. He was doing push-ups alone. It was like. Okay, I guess Batman's a really independent man. You know, doesn't need nobody. And even fix yeah, his own uh, broken back. All these problems that you figure out in the first half of the script, and then you like <laughs> wait six months and go back to it, and you're like, yeah, I kind of thought we would have figured out a cool solution for that. Uh, I don't know. It's just, it's just better. You know, let's move on. Don't worry about just, it. Just get him out of the cave, and then we'll, we'll just move on later. with the movie. We'll fix it later. And then they're filming. It's like, oh, man, we didn't rewrite that part. Uh, oh, shit. Let's just How film does... it. Maybe it'll work. <laughs> just like a Rocky montage, right? I don't know. <laughs> yeah it was kind of a montage thing from what i remember it was like damn this is a quick like they don't even establish how much time has passed like they don't even have a prisoner saying like oh you've been doing this for two months or something you know like it's not even like any it could have been the next day for all we know yeah. <laughs> i mean they yeah. may as well have just played that rocky song like you know batman at one point looks da, up da, 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 da. starts doing the push-ups he's punching da, 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 da. like he, oh. wow now he's in Philadelphia now. That's kind of weird. Jesus, yeah. So now he's eating a cheesesteak and he just broke his back like 30 seconds earlier in the movie. What the hell's going on here? He's like got a bunch of kids following him as he runs up the stairs of the Philadelphia Art Museum. Ridiculous. That would have been that would have been just slightly <laughs> so funny than what actually existed, but it would have been way more entertaining. That would have been like that's a little too WTF for Nolan, but that would have been hilarious in like a Simon Pegg, you know, type of Yeah. Yeah, they'll get one of those. One of those. Uh, who's the guy who always writes um, most of the Simon Pegg movies with him? Edgar Wright. Yeah, Edgar Wright. Sparks right. Man. Right. Spark. Oh, same guy. Yeah, same guy. Directed. He directed the Sparks Brothers. And uh, wow. Yeah, he's the director. And then there's Nick Frost, who's in all of them. I might. Uh, I might have to check it out. But again, I don't know if I'm gonna like this band. <laughs> yeah, mileage will vary. But uh, anyway, so you're back. Sorry, I went on. A, I went on like 16 different detours there. But uh, you, oh, no, 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 okay. fell down. You were looking at like an apartment, and you fell down an entire flight of stairs. Yeah, slipped and fell down all the uh, the whole staircase. Basically, how many stairs, roughly? Like, <laughs> I don't know, a full set, 11, 12, okay. 10. And so, like, what, what's? Give me a little context, though. So you walk up, do you slip on something, or is it just like they just wiped it down and it was wet? No, it had just rained and it was like um, like waterproofed concrete and stuff. So it was uh, it was a little slick, you know, slick. And I just whooshed, just took and my so legs out from underneath me and smack. Hit the back and then keep kept hit the going. back. Yeah, hit the back. Oh my so, god! So how yeah. bad's the damage? Damage is at least six months. <laughs> So, and then do you go back to normal after six months, or is it like kind of? I don't know. They're not sure yet. So it might be like a lifetime thing, or it might just be like a six months thing. So, yeah. Wow. So, how what how what's the liability of this, this apartment building here? I'm not at liberty to discuss that. <laughs> really? Okay. Yes. All right. Fair enough. But they suck. I'll say that. Will's not saying anything. I'm just going to say, you know, he's. Let me just say, uh, for the record, I don't live there. Um, so you've been going through medical stuff in the meantime, and that's mm. been kind of its own disaster, I imagine, because we oh, it's been interesting, you know, system here in the U.S. 
Yeah, you know, it's kind of a, a strange, uh, yeah, it's, it's just a, a level of communication that uh, usually you don't need <laughs> in other places just because you got to make sure you got to verify you got to make sure everything's right you know for example I had like some appointments like set up every day and then I was like I can't do this every day like how about three times a week and they're like oh yeah sounds great and then uh and then I leave my appointment on Monday they're like we'll see you tomorrow I was like no 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 you'll see me on Wednesday like did you guys update this yeah we updated it uh it, it's it says we'll see you on monday wednesday and friday okay so we'll see you on wednesday see you tomorrow it's like oh my god <laughs> it reminds me <laughs> just of when, update the system please remember when you'd go to hospitals because you you went on your your trip through europe and would have health problems or you thought you thought you had worse health problems than you actually did have sometimes but so you'd go and there's the language barrier people who don't speak english as a first language or at all um this this actually sounds very similar to that even though it's in, in america yeah, kind of, actually. I do. I don't know if I've told the story on the podcast, but I do have kind of a funny story about a Portuguese hospital. I've told it on something. Probably one of our previous podcasts. Let's, let's We'll hold on to that. We'll let that be a tease, all right? We'll, we'll let this gem sort of gestate in the womb of the earth until it becomes a nice polished diamond. Oh, man. Yeah, that, those are good ones. But so, okay. So how you're gonna have to like stand can you can you lie down like you can i assume you sleep still right yeah yeah um sort of <laughs> but uh laying down is the best thing to do standing up kind of walking believe it or not is good for it so um yeah just trying to get back to to normal it's uh it's been a long road do you, you think you're gonna be a standing desk man forever now i'll tell you this tom i might be a uh stand-up comedian because uh, I don't see, I don't see it being any other way. <laughs> Not one of those bar stool comics that you know, like, like Marin. You know what I mean? Just sitting down, like, hey, uh, what can I, uh, can I, what can I? What are you guys looking at what? Can I vetch about today? You know, I like the anger he has for his audience. He doesn't really have it anymore, but like old Marin. Yeah. What What are you What are you looking at? Like he pick one specific guy, throw a ton of baggage on that. Like he would connect whatever's going on with like his dad and some other person yeah. and all that He'd be like stop projecting my father onto me and it's like what yeah yeah and then like, it would just come out in that like that at that person uh yeah that was i think him at his best just because it's like nobody else is doing that <laughs> that, that is your niche right there and I, I like that more than like now he does jokes and i actually don't like him much they're to fun. be honest, I've seen his stand-up and the actual jokes themselves are not that great. I feel like his podcast is better, but only like slightly better. Like off the cuff, I think he's great. And when he taps into like real anger and stuff, it could be really funny. But yeah. Yeah, so, angry, angry is funny. But yeah. like for example, when he had Obama on, you know, it's not he's not like crazy Mark Marin. He's like, so um the first day of your presidency, sir, what was that like? It's like, this is not, Mark. this is like a, you know, this is like an Anderson Cooper podcast at this point, Mark. Yeah. Fix that up. Well, speaking of anger, you don't have a lot of anger talking about this. I kind of thought you'd get in here and rail against the whole world. Well, I'm a little medicated, Tom. <laughs> so <laughs> I, um, I could do that shtick, but it would be, it would be um, probably wouldn't be that funny. It would just be a lot of swearing a lot, a lot of tears <laughs> just be lot of, yeah tears as i'm eating like crying into a sandwich as i'm eating it and sort of <laughs> bitching about everything oh man okay well this is probably a good point to start wrapping up is there anything else you wanted to throw out here 
Uh, yeah, actually, there was something I think I mentioned. Uh, I don't know if it was related to the royal family or not. Yeah, I don't think you warned me you were going to be medicated. I thought I thought I was getting the full will, not the uh, not the the what's the word for it? I don't know. The uh... I'd be if not, I'd be laying down in bed and you'd see like this angle. Hey, everybody! <laughs> hey, just like in pain, like yeah. Can you see? Can you see my double chin through the beard? Really hard, just because you're in so much pain. Like, like I, you know, like I know sometimes I'll just sleep on my back wrong, and then like the next day I'm just like I'm constantly like, you know, making those old man groan noises every time I move. Yeah, yeah, I make a lot of groaning noises. Uh, I would say, sort of like uh, I'm a groanig now. Isn't that the Simpsons guy? Yeah. Or gra- uh, grain ing grain egg something like maybe that. Anyway, oh yeah what are you for us? What are you oh yeah yeah uh this morning um a terrible crime was committed um i'm a single origin bean man as well, you yeah. might know you know i'm very particular about my coffee um i had uh had some duncan the other day spit it out spit yeah. it out immediately so it's it's, it's not good like you have to well see like you know people talk about like oh you drink your coffee black that's crazy but there's such a drastic difference between a good bean that's prepared right oh, yeah. and just like the trash that they get like yeah because it's trash it makes it it's a better experience <laughs> yeah. to put a bunch of sugar and milk in it because then you don't taste the trash but you get exactly. drug, you know you know the caffeine highs get your fix but it's like no yeah. it's a completely different thing getting a good single origin you know it's it's a different it's true yeah, so I was expecting some Burundi beans, um, which I didn't even know where Burundi was Burundi until beans recently. Yeah, oh, yeah. A big Burundi yeah. bean. Who knew Burundi had great beans? It's like, I didn't even know where Burundi was in Africa. Now I'm like, Yeah, I've learned, I've learned more geography since <laughs> I got coffee. Cool. <laughs> I've learned so much about Yemen in just like two weeks <laughs> than I ever did in, in fucking world history class. <laughs> Malawi, Malawi, what's what's that? And then I look it up, and now I learn about it. You know, Belize is that in Africa? Oh no, okay, never mind. <laughs> That's yeah, right. Anyway. It's so you, yeah, so you get you get your coffee mailed to you, right? Yeah, I do, and uh, and I just moved to a new building, and they don't have the mail set up until Monday. Mm-hmm. I didn't know this. I ordered the beans last Monday. They're supposed to be here today, so they resent them to the shipper. So my beans are now being sent back home while you know while papa's sitting here drinking a folgers wanting to blow his damn brains out so this this is why you've got it you're subdued you don't have uh you you mean you're literally on on medication and you don't have the right coffee i know this is why this is why, why it's less apologize to matt less real you, you know this yeah is, i know this is why you know matt this is why matt hated you this is why matt left so quickly he's like he wasn't bringing the energy i saw yeah. it the guy is will guy he's really he's got nothing yeah you know what he brings to the table nada <laughs> can't even do a sean connery impression yeah from he beyond the, the grave i didn't realize that he would know us to do impressions like if i knew that i would have i would have thought about it a little bit more but thank god i watched a paul mccartney chewing gum show you know <laughs> i had a little <laughs> bring to the table <laughs> thank goodness i watched that show for long enough to pick up a mccartney yeah. accent <laughs> oh god nice so yeah so your your coffee are you uh are you like is 
is there a place you can go to? Because like what I do is I, I live pretty yeah. close to a bunch of coffee shops that are pretty good because I'm in the middle, you know, middle of Omaha. So right, right. I drive five minutes and I can get some good beans. Are you able to do that? I mean, I could look around. Uh, there's just like stores around mostly, not a lot of coffee shops. And then when you go in, it's like, mm, I don't know how long this is sat on the shelf. You know, I don't know this and that. So by the time you go like seek out a nice HQ quality uh, coffee shop and buy their beans, they might just be the same as like whatever you got at Walmart, <laughs> yeah. just in a, in a bag, just because of, you know, the fact that they don't restock or whatever. So you know, stale beans is just not in my blood. I just can't do it. It's it's not a pleasant experience. It's not. And you can taste the difference. I mean, I'm not trying to be a coffee snob or anything just with this. I only drink single well, origin and stuff. I mean, it's complaining about single origin versus none. So not to be snobs here. <laughs> not, not to be stuck up or anything at all like that. But um, I hate it. Oh, man. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just just uh, old roasted blends to me is just like, oof, what what was I thinking when I was drinking this? You know, you were here. There's that Mike Birbiglia joke. It's something like if 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 Folgers in my if the best part of waking up is Folgers in my cup, I've got a real problem. Yeah, I'm gonna go back to bed. Yeah. <laughs> I heard recently that they um, they kind of grind in a bunch of stuff like with the pre ground Folgers coffee. So basically, it's like they'll put in a little chicory root, which tastes similar to coffee. And they'll oh. put a bunch of other like sawdust and additives and stuff so they can kind of cut it a little bit. That doesn't surprise me. Drug that, terminology, but- It explains yeah. why it tastes so bad. I mean- I know. Like uh, probably yeah, like chicken beaks, you know, like ground yeah. up, ground up, pink. you know, chicks. I don't know, I'm just thinking like, like that pink slime from McDonald's chicken. I'm, oh I'm yeah. Bad, but it turns into coffee somehow. Yeah, they got calamari from pigs. They got all of it. Have we talked about bung. Yeah, we've talked about oh bung my god, the disturbing thing in the world. It's so every calamari oh. again. Yeah, I don't think I would do that either. Um, and just the word bung, the fact that that's what it's called. It's like yeah. Somehow this concept just got even grosser. You picked the perfect four words to describe it. Yeah, you picked the perfect the perfect little word to describe something I never want to hear again. Yeah, like want to try some bung. Like with, I have no idea what that is, but no, <laughs> I, yeah. you, I do not want bung. Yeah. Right. Like even if you have something good that you pair with bung, it just, it does, it just detracts from it. It's like, Oh, I got a, what'd you order? Uh, what'd you order? Oh, I got a, uh, I got a uh, filet mignon wrapped in bacon and then a side of bung. <laughs> oh, uh, bung. Caramelized bung. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Car Maybe hold Caramelized bung risotto uh, for dinner, actually. No substitutions, uh, please. Well, but can we can we talk about the bung though? I mean, just just maybe, maybe just leave it out. Can we put a bung on a different plate? Maybe you know, just yeah. I don't know. Could we get that side of bung and just like scrape it into the trash, and then you could put like mashed potatoes on the side or something? <laughs> something edible? Uh, maybe do a scene in something sometime where all the specials have bung in them. You know what we should do? We should take a page out of Matt's book, and uh, we should learn from the master. We should um, post a ton of videos where we just do impressions of Sean Connery ordering bung and maybe Paul McCartney ordering bung. And then we, you know, we kind of go from there. Paul, um, could you maybe not eat bung during the interview? I'm not eating bung, man. You know, You're like, eating bung, I'm not eating bung. Here's the secret to my success eating this bung. I really like the bung. When we were riding Lady Madonna, I only got the, the riff down because I I spilled so much bung on the on the keys and I was trying to wipe it off. And then it's, oh, that's a nice little tune. Uh, 
<laughs> you imagine Sean and uh, you imagine Connery and McCartney went out for for like a lunch together and like, show uh, Paul, what are you having? I'm gonna have the bong, the bong special. How about how about? Oh, you? oh, you go for the bong. Okay, well, not my first choice. I always go for the bong, right for the bong, Sean. So, um, what's in the bong? What's the bong appeal? Well, the bong appeal is, you know, yeah, I, I would bet, Sean, you've got some bong appeal to you. You see, you know, I've seen the food. I don't know, I don't know what that means. Bong, bong appeal could be a middle name, Sean. Bong appeal, bong appeal. Yes, it could be a good song, Sean. Yeah, it's a, it's a great song, Paul. So, um, why, uh, what's the chewiness uh, level on the bong? Because it looks incredibly chewy. It's not chewy, it's not chewy Sean. It's not chewy for about three hours, I mean, so you have a, have a little bit of this. So, so you weren't even chewing gum on the set. You were just chewing the last piece of bong you had for, one, for lunch. One bite of bong. <laughs> the whole documentary. It was a little bong palate cleanser after the meal. <laughs> but chewing on that for three hours, Paul. Just spit it out. Yeah, yes, well, you know, the, the dessert was great. Can I also get a, a, a cup of espresso and a little bit of bong? Could I get an aperitif in the bong? <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. <clears throat> does that even does that even exist? I, I feel like it's just a made up myth that I heard in a movie. No, it, it right? it's, it's it was it was I because there's articles about it that I've come across. I don't Damn. think I don't think anybody ever is like actively trying to serve bung. It's always hidden and it's always called calamari or something. Like no, nobody's ever actively yeah. tried to like advertise that it is. <laughs> yeah, now with a hundred percent bung, it's like wow. <laughs> I preferred it when it was before and and zero percent bung. You know what would be a great experiment is if they did like you know how re Republicans get so mad about fake meat. If it mm. was like you fake know, meat fake bung, then you'd get Ted Cruz going out there shoving bung into his face. As a big identity <laughs> frying bung on the end of like an AR yeah. AR fifteen gun. These lib socialists hate bung so much that mm. our good farmers are working on. So I'm going to eat nothing but bung for the next two years. Assault rifle fried bung. It tastes amazing. I'm just owning the libs with all this bung I've been eating. They say you are what you eat, and I want to be Mr. Ted Bung Cruz. <laughs> Edward Bung Cruz. <laughs> That's a great name. Raphael Bung Cruz, right? Oh, Raphael, right. Yeah, because he's not even American. <laughs> <laughs> Raphael Eduardo Bung Cruz. Or no, Cruz Bung. That sounded a lot better. Hyphenate the other way. I get, this is a good. This is a good place to end. So I think we, we probably uh, we're not going to top that one. So thank yeah. you for listening, everybody. Uh, make sure you subscribe. I know we're not supposed to say that, or maybe we're supposed to. It doesn't matter, right? Do whatever you want. Yeah. What the hell? Uh, smash the like button if you want to, or if you don't, then fuck off. Oof. Harsh. Sorry. I mean, all right. Goodbye, everybody. You know what I mean.